This morning we're not looking at a text itself first and then kind of reflecting upon that because the text hasn't changed. We're thinking about Genesis 1 and Genesis 2. And Genesis 1, we thought about the image of God, that we are made in the image of God. And then Genesis 2, we looked at that we have a cultural mandate. Made in the image of God, there's work to do to make culture. So we're still thinking about those texts, and for the sake of time, we're not going to reread them. But now we're kind of taking the next step forward um, from that theme. Uh, I love shows that reverse engineer how things are made. It could be anything. It could be bicycles, airplanes, nails, cartoons, uh, and especially things like coffee. When I saw how coffee was made, I was flabbergasted that we pay 4 to $5 for a cup because there are literally hundreds of people and processes involved in getting you and I one cup of coffee. It's almost an ethical question about how you drink that coffee. What about my computer, which I think is quite expensive? It would literally take hundreds of people across myriads of industries to bring me that computer, to put it together, and to present it to me so that I can go to the shop, pay what, what is a lot of money, but not in reflection upon how many processes and people have been involved so that I can go and do my work. What about the building I work in? What about the desk that I work on? What about the chair that I sit in? How many hundreds and thousands of people are involved in that process so that I can sit down and do my work and yours? Can you imagine having to do all those processes yourself right from the beginning? You want a chair? Go into the forest and chop down a tree and begin the process of getting your chair. Or go and dig some iron out and then go and learn to mold it into a, a screw or a bolt or something. Um, I clearly don't know how to make chairs. What about Billy Graham? God has used his life, his voice, to share the amazing good news about Jesus Christ to millions of people. Do you know that the biggest crowd the MCG has ever had is a Billy Graham crusade sharing with Australians the good news of Jesus Christ. The biggest crowd the MCG has ever had is the testimony of Jesus. That's awesome. But how many people did it take to fill the MCG with a hundred and something thousand people so that Billy Graham could share about Jesus? What about the people who paved the roads? What about the people who molded the bucket seats? What about the people who dug out the iron to build the building? What about the people who served Billy Graham uh, little packets of nuts and a small soda on the plane? What about the people who were left in America taking care of his children as Franklin and his brothers were growing up? There are hundreds, 